To make up for it, I'm starting a scholarship for women directors. That's just him being around more women. That's not the solution, that's the problem. That's like Jared from Subway saying, I know I messed up, but don't worry, I'm starting a T-ball league. Wow. Wow. That was Seth Myers. He had a female writer with a joke about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah, he gave three of his female writers. They sat up there and did about five minutes on him. Pretty edgy, but pretty good joke. So we got a lot of really interesting tests. This rem- text. This reminds me a lot of the um, Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton thing, in which, I guess because we've lived through this, I think I could have written these texts myself. You got uh, the predictable sides of this. I'm intrigued because, you know, the, that, the story unfolded a little differently than, than the case oh, yeah. we just oh, yeah. mentioned, oh, yeah. as she was definitely sexually aggressive, but um, Monica was. <clears throat> uh, but these, just kind of general before we get to the more specific, Weinstein is a face and spokesman for Hollywood, and the howling hypocrites called Democrats. He is the face of Hollywood, no Correct. doubt about it. What was that statistic you had earlier, uh, Sean? Like, I I don't know near as much about Hollywood as some people who are really into the movie industry. But just from watching the Oscars over the years, I was aware that this guy was all the time talked about like Jesus. I mean, everybody who got a statuette, it seemed like, oh, and I'd like to thank Harvey. Harvey, you're the best. Oh, we love you, Harvey. And everybody would clap and everything like that. And I never really knew who he was. But Yeah, he has been thanked at the Oscars more than almost anyone else in movie history just after Steven Spielberg and right before God. And he's wow. And and he, his pictures have been nominated for. And would you say three hundred? Three hundred Oscar nominations, more Over than three hundred. Yeah. And I, I think it's pretty clear we're getting the sense in uh, he's kind of Trump-like in that I think people probably figured out pretty quickly that there might be somebody as powerful as him, but you don't <clears> need <throat> to thank them. It doesn't play a role in whether or not you get the part or any of that sort of stuff. The politics. Sure, right? he wants it. This guy, you have to, you know, praise him. Mm-hmm. Or as Sean said, you, he'll keep score. Oh, okay. You got something nice to say, man? Well, you'll never be in, be in my movie. He's that mm-hmm. kind of guy. Sure. And it would, and taking to the extent of if you don't, you know, give me the the lotion massage, you're not going to be in my movie. And somebody pointing out on the whole Hillary Clinton thing sounds fairly similar to her husband, perhaps. And maybe psychologically, she just can't go there. Does that make any sense to anybody? Makes sense to me. Maybe she just can't have her brain go toward criticizing the kind of guy Harvey Weinstein is since she's married to a guy like that. Big, powerful guy who just whips it out in front of women and expects him to put up with it. Mm -hmm. That's that's pretty interesting. Um, Absolutely rape, says this texter. The man is disgusting, uh, evil... This is a disgusting, evil man that preyed on young, vulnerable women. Those male producers had to know what he was doing. That's true. This is just a sick game to him. So the producers who take the women up to the empty room, what's their uh, what's their role in this whole thing, their liability? They knew what was going on. And how many of those have existed in Hollywood over the last 20 or 30 years? Sure. Yeah. They're, uh, you know, the Vichy French, if you will. They sign on with the evildoers and figure, well, this is my best option. I'll just check my conscience and then, and, and, you know, George Clooney's do the out. bidding of the powerful. Uh, Meryl Streep said yesterday she had no idea that he was doing this sort of thing. She'd never heard a word about it. She was responding to the everybody had to know comments. She said she didn't know anything about it. George Clooney is out today saying yeah, he had dinner with the guy a gazillion times, but he'd never seen this sort of behavior. He didn't know about it. It's possibly true, but a lot of people had to know about it. I mean, all these producers and all their friends and everybody like that had to know about it. Right. All the women. Who mm-hmm. knows how many hundreds of women who've been in this situation over the years? And all their friends have had to know about it. 
Uh, I know myself well enough to know that there's no way some dude is going to touch me that I don't want to. Even if I never worked again, the sick bastard would be missing teeth. I'll give you one of the other sides of it to balance that out. Uh, the way Jack is handling this is truly disgusting and despicable and just shows he has no empathy or understanding for what it's like to be a woman. The, uh, and then she repeats that again. Um, even at 20 what I would at the very least taken out a huge effing chunk of his face, followed by more of the a woman in the presence of a large man who can't who won't take no for an answer. Oh, this is another. Uh, if he wouldn't take no for an answer repeatedly, I would bash his head in repeatedly. But we got a lot of these. Stop simplifying it. This is absurd. Show some respect for women. You can't imagine what this girl is going through. I'm with you, ladies. Absolutely. I wonder how much of it comes down to personality type, too. You, you don't uh, yeah. get to rape women who, for whatever reason, don't want to get into a physical fight with somebody. That's a heck of a thing to decide to get in a fight with somebody. With somebody who outweighs you by 200 pounds and half a foot. Even if they don't, right, right, it's a right, heck of a thing. Right. Yeah. Just getting in a fight with anybody right. is a heck of a thing. Right. And then to decide to do it, it's going to end my career. The police are going to believe him and not me. Um, he's older, smarter, wiser. you got all that in the back of your he head. You can afford the lawyers. I can't. And he outweighs me point, by 200 pounds. If I might jump in, other women who were too afraid to allow me, that's the writer for the New Yorker, to use their names, but their stories are uncannily similar to those allegations. One woman who worked with Weinstein explained her reluctance to be identified. Quote, he drags your name through the mud, and he'll come after you hard with his legal team. Like other women in the article, she said Weinstein, he did his usual thing, forced himself on me sexually. She said no repeatedly and clearly. Afterwards, she experienced horror, disbelief, and shame, considered going to the police. I thought it would be a he said, she said, and I thought about how impressive his legal team is, and I thought about how much I would lose, and I decided to just move forward. Uh, the woman continued to have professional contact with Weinstein after the alleged rape and acknowledged that subsequent communications between them might suggest a normal working relationship. Quote, I was in a vulnerable position and I needed my job. It just increases the shame and the guilt. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I continue to be amazed. Obviously, this can still go on in the year 2017. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you have enough power. Um, the guy's a disgusting pig, and it sounds like a, he's a rapist as well. Yeah, it does. It sounds like he's just a flat-out rapist. Which, again, as we were talking about earlier, we got some texts on this front, that it's it's got to be the power thing. Because when you're the most powerful person in Hollywood, you can get as much tail as you want. You don't have to rape nobody. Right. You could go out to the, the, the whatever important restaurant bar there is. Every night there'd be plenty of women who'd be willing to be your uh, companion. So he's got to be doing this just because he likes the, I can get people to do anything, which is just as twisted and sick, I mean, and evil as anything could be. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially as he goes on and on and on about women's rights and raising issues. Oh, yeah, that aspect of it. Marches in the march wearing his pussy hat and the rest of it. Yeah, that's... With Madonna. How weird is that aspect of it? Because there are plenty of guys like this, but they kind of live that lifestyle. They're kind of out there as, I'm a chauvinist jerk, hard partying, hard drinking, I'm kind of like this. He is doing the, I'm the opposite. I'm all about women's rights and respect and, yeah. Oh, my God. Mira Sorvino, after clear physical sexual harassment, said she felt afraid and intimidated and that the incidents had a significant impact on her. When she told a female employee at Miramax about the harassment, the woman's reaction was shock and horror. That I had mentioned it. Mm. 
So that's the message you get from the women's of Hollywood. I tell you what, God, I'm. Is it because he's one of a bunch that it's so con- not well, not just well, he's so powerful, but there's just if you want to be in Hollywood, him and the other six people that are powerful in Hollywood. Well, we started to talk about this earlier and had to stop because we came up against a, a break. But you have this story, and yes, he is one of many, many people uh, in Hollywood who behave this way, the casting couch, blah, blah, blah. We got an email from a listener whose son is in Hollywood and stopped going on auditions because he was constantly hit up. He was, uh, sexual favors demanded of him, whether from dudes or aggressive old gal. I don't even know. Um, but he finally said, that's it. I'm sick of people trying to, you know, demand sex. Then the whole child star, the whole child actor thing is just soaked with pedophilia. And so, yeah, you've got an entire culture that, by the way, on Oscar night is more than happy to tell the rest of us how we ought to live our lives and who we ought to vote for and what's right and what's wrong. The entire culture is 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 just saturated with sexual predation, which is sick, man, woman, or child. You want a gig, you're going to be preyed upon in this lovely, this this shining city on the hill that we're all supposed to aspire to and worship. We cover up F rapes. F y'all. F you all. We oh cover up rapes. God. They're practically into the uh, uh, Penn State territory where it's a like a criminal conspiracy to sexually abuse women. And, and there's a whole men bunch of, and children. Yeah, and men and children. Um which is pretty wild. I heard somebody say yesterday, there better not be any ribbons at the Oscars this year. I don't want to see you lecturing me about being involved in anything. Not interested. Yeah. Since your entire industry is riddled with this sort of thing and y'all keep your mouth shut about it. Yeah. So don't lecture me that I need to be more into this cause or that cause or that cause and the nonstop Trump's a, uh, uh, um, a sexual predator jokes. Okay, maybe you believe that, but so is your boss, and you would you get involved in it. You know, I'm seriously a hell of a lot more interested in what Salina, Kansas, or Medford, Oregon, or Springfield, Illinois, or or some little town in Maine thinks than than the Hollywood elite. They, they may be, if I were to list the various communities and or groups of people I was going to look to for moral guidance, they might be in the bottom 10%. Right after, like, Rikers Island and, and, and you know, God knows what else. I don't know. The, the prisons and whorehouses. I'd rather go talk to a prostitute. Say, what do you think I ought to do? Then talk to a bunch of Hollywood phonies. How do you think? When are, when's Oscars? What time of year is that? that February? When is that? Uh, it's uh, Oscar season. The movies are this fall. So, yeah, early next year. And yeah. listen, if this screws up our movie career, our burgeoning movie <laughs> career, we're we're rumored to be up for a role in the new Finding Nemo a sequel, Filleting Nemo. But <laughs> I'll give up that role to maintain my status as High Road Joe. Uh, but how are they going to handle it at the Oscars this year? They can't. Oh, I wish the they... Oscars was sooner. I, I wish it was sooner. Because, you know, America's attention span is so short. Right. It could seem like a non-existent story by then. But, how? well, say if the Oscars were a month from now, how how do they handle it? Do they not mention it at all? I mean, What about when a Miramax movie gets uh, nominated? What was the awards show we just saw the other night? 
we all watched that was nonstop Trump bashing from beginning to end. The Stephen Colbert hosted that was the Emmys. Oh, the Emmys, yes. So, uh, so when they when they see some injustice going on in the world, part of the resistance, they can't let it go because right. it's too important to just do an award show and talk about our movies or our music or whatever. We have to. I'm willing to put my career on the line. So, are they going to make it a nonstop? We've got to change our culture. This can't stand. We all need to band together, standing ovations. Or are they going to ignore it? I'm guessing the latter. I think they'll mention it, but I'll bet you. I'll bet there aren't a lot of teary-eyed. I can't keep it together during this speech. Sort of uh, rhetoric. Well, I think the answer is the question, and the question is: Is Harvey Weinstein the only one? or even close to the only one, or even part of a smallish group of people who behave this way? I'd say at best. I'll bet at best he's part of a smallish group. And it certainly could be worse. Than Although, that. again, and and listen, I'm I'm really fighting the temptation to uh, to quote what's his name with the raping everybody out here, men, women, and children, constant, constantly subjected to that sort of exploitation. I'm sorry, I'm checked out. I have no you, more interest you, in anything any of you have. You to gotta say. quit lecturing us about everything, whether it's global warming or Trump or whatever it is. You gotta quit wearing ribbons. Yeah, get handle get a handle on the child rape. Let's start with the children, then let's kind of maybe move on to the women getting raped, and then, you know, the dudes who, who at least physically are probably a little more intimidating and can fend off sexual advances a little more effectively. You're concerned about income equality? How about you start with an industry where you don't get to rape women uh, to put them in your movies? Maybe start there. Then you'll worry about the income inequality, because that, that always comes up. What uh, actresses not being paid as much as actors. Sure, are. yeah. That is something. Do you think an Oscars host would dare make any comments or jokes about this guy? Oh, we're going to find out, I yeah. suppose. Do it, they, don't, they don't name the host yet, right? That's too early Not for yet, that. Yeah. Produce us remembering this as we move up to the Oscars. As soon as we nom- will remind America. The first thing I'm doing when the nominations come out, I'm going to see how many Miramax films are actually on the, oh, on the nominated docket. Good one. See if there's the potential for some awkwardness. Text line is 415-295-KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So we found out earlier today that Matt Damon and George Clooney had contacted the New York Times themselves to stop the New York Times from doing this story. Uh, well, yeah, Damon and uh, and uh, Spartacus. Oh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, yeah. I get him mixed up. Not the Clooner. I get them mixed up. Yeah, and uh, George Clooney, from everything I've ever read, is a really good dude. Uh, yeah, I've Interviews I've seen any, with other people. Uh, dispute on that. George Clooney does it the way you do it if you're normal. You're rich and powerful, and so you date different hotties for years and have your sex that way. And not, you're nice to them. And you're nice to them. Right. Uh, by the way, I came up with this during just before the commercial break. Ladies and gentlemen, please use this uh, as often as you like, up to and including the Oscars. Miramax will now be known as Misajamax. It's pretty good. Thank you very much. I'm here all week. Um, but so uh, the reason I brought this up, so Matt Damon and Russell Crowe contacted the New York Times themselves to stop them from doing a story in 2004. Um, that would have, I don't know if that would have ended his career then or not, but the New York Times was on to this at least then, and some heavyweights got involved. Well, so I was saying earlier, Matt Damon's got to come out today. spiked the story, just so you understand, if you're not following this, they spiked the story and the lady working on it said she never had any idea why. And I said, Matt Damon's got to come out today and explain that. 
Yeah, well, he's being called out rather aggressively by various women in Hollywood. Sean, what do you have the latest? Uh, yeah, Anthony Bourdain, who is currently the uh, the boyfriend of the the woman that was rape victim, rape, allegedly rape victim. Yes, that was described in the New Yorker piece with uh, possibly one of the best tweets of all time. Looking forward to the born apology in which Jason fights off attempts to expose a pimp. Mm. That's a good tweet right there. That's a call out. You got to respond to that as Matt Damon. Wow. Wow. So in March of 2015, Ambra uh, Guterres, who was once a finalist in the Miss Italy contest, met Harvey Weinstein at a reception for uh, Adelio. She was 22 years old. Following the event, her agency emailed to say Weinstein wanted to set up a business meeting as soon as possible. She arrived at his office, et cetera, et cetera. He began staring at her breasts, asked if they're real. Uh, lunged at her, groped her breasts, attempted to put a hand up her skirt while she protested. He finally backed off, told her her, his assistant would give her tickets to a Broadway play he was producing. He said he would meet her at the show in the evening. Instead of going to the show that night, she went to the nearest NYPD precinct station, reported the assault. Weinstein telephoned her later that evening, annoyed that she had failed to appear at the play. She picked up the call while sitting with investigators at the Special Victims Division who were listening in on the call and devised a plan. She would agree to see the show the following day, then meet with Weinstein. She would wear a wire and attempt to extract a confession or incriminating statement. Um, and, and essentially, she got what she was looking for. But according to a law enforcement source, Weinstein, if charged, would have most likely faced a count of sexual abuse in the third degree, a misdemeanor publishable by a maximum of three months in jail, but uh, details about her past start to appear, they didn't think they could get a conviction, so nobody did anything. So what's her name? Uh, Gutierrez is her last name. Okay, so this is Ambra a different... Batalana oh, okay. No, that's the same one. Okay, yeah. so this is the same woman. Okay, yeah, so this is the uh, uh, slightly adding more to that. So uh, the NYPD, as you mentioned, they they got her involved and everything like that. Um, he had no sooner apologized to the 22-year-old woman who had accused him of groping her than he seemed ready to do it again. After he apologized, he said, listen, come up to my room. An NYPD commander with direct knowledge of the case says, she excused herself to use the restroom and was met by detectives from the special victims unit, which had been using two cell phones to record the meeting uh, with them. The detective promised her that she would be safely under protective surveillance if she went along with his request to go to the room. But she backed away. She got scared, the police commander said. Yeah. So they had her wired up to do that, and she got scared. The detectives moved in. They took him away for questioning that immediately ceased when he asked for a lawyer, in particular an attorney from the firm whose partners included former Mayor Rudy Giuliani. The kind of connections you have when you're super right. rich and powerful. Right. And then he would, his, his record was, uh, I will ruin you if you continue making these allegations, or I will write you a check and you can go away and sign this form. So, and he would write, uh, you know, fairly smallish uh, settlement checks to make these things go away. So he hires a, a high-dollar attorney from the same firm that Rudy Giuliani used to be at. The detectives were still able to bring the Manhattan District Attorney's Office a case that was considerably stronger than is routinely needed to convict less illustrious gropers in the subway. Mm. But not for Harvey Weinstein. Right. So this leads me to the Chicken S Club. It reminds me of that story, which I don't think I've ever... That's a book that came out a couple of months ago. I wanted to get the author on. It, the, the title of that book comes from a speech J- James Comey gave to a whole bunch of uh, the nation's prosecutors. And he said, how many of you have ever lost a case where, you you know, you mm. brought a prosecution and, and, and nobody, 
Nobody raised their hand. They all had 100%. And he said, you're all a bunch of chicken asses. Wow. He said, you only take the cases against that are easy, against people that aren't connected and rich and powerful. You don't take the cases against the people that have the expensive lawyers and the influence and everything like that. You're a bunch of chicken asses. Wow. And that's what it is right here. Chicken so, spits. So, so they brought a case to the district attorney that was plenty strong to convict a normal person, but not Harvey Weinstein. And the DA is not gonna, you know, he's not gonna stick his neck out for uh, for for that. Mm. You know, I know federal prosecutors have that uh, reputation that any putt longer than a foot, they won't even, you know, attempt. Uh, they would say, "Well, we have so many cases, we could try." But well, James um, Comey was talking specifically about why, uh, you know, um, uh, the rich and powerful were able to destroy the world's economy. And nobody went to jail. Right, it's the chickeness thing. They're they're connected. Got the good lawyers. No people. Johnny Cochran said it. It's not about black and white. The color of justice is green. And uh, you see it here with Harvey Weinstein. So mm. if a normal person does the sort of stuff he does, you're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it's funny. If, if I'm going to be Joe the practical man, which is um, what so many people call me, Joe the practical man. Yeah. Um. I'm a prosecutor. Sounds like an 80s sitcom. <laughs> it does. It really does. <laughs> I have I have 25 cases to prosecute. I can only get six into court with the people I have, the budget I have, the time I have. And I got a pervo over here who's just lawyered up like he's got Rudy effing Giuliani and his law firm. I can either spend my time and my budget on him knowing that they'll fight us to a draw. Or I get those six convictions over there. I'm not arguing in favor of it, but as Joe, the practical man, I'm just taking a look at... I sound a little like Captain Kirk right there, like the great William Shatner. Joe, the practical man. Um, <laughs> but I could see why you would make that decision. Yeah, I can. I, I understand that. It's but chicken-ass in a lot of ways. If you believe in justice in the universe to any extent, I, I you right. want to go after oh, the yeah. rich and powerful because they've got all the advantages in the world and are doing this sort of stuff. I hate it. I'm just explaining it. Knowing nothing about the actual industry, it seems like a flaw in the way that lawyers are are judged or ranked based on what percentages sure. of cases oh, that yeah. you take do Absolutely. you close without any sort of calculation for degree of difficulty or right, like exactly. You, said, you go to the justice. Olympics, you just have a guy jump straight into the pool <laughs> off yeah. the diving board. That was perfect. That no was smash. The, the guy doing the quadruple flippy twist is thinking, wait a minute. That's what Sean's saying. He's right. With his simple wisdom. I think it's interesting, James Comey standing in front of all those people after they say, no, nope, never lost a case. You're all a bunch of chicken asses. I want to see yeah. audio of that. Yeah, no or kidding. Video, rather. No kidding. Can you imagine if, if you ask the same question of, well, of course, boxing is a little different, but anybody in a real line of work, you've never, ever had any failures. Well, you're a chicken ship, in my opinion. It's a ship that transports chickens, everybody, with a P. <laughs> like it friggin' matters. <laughs> I'm 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 so I'm so over some of the conventions of this stupid industry. I gotta tell One you, one of Joe's causes for a long time is the ability to drop an S bomb on the air. Well, that's one of your causes. I've donated to that cause. Is there a ribbon I, for bull, that? Bull. <laughs> yeah, it's brown. <laughs> Wear a brown ribbon for the right to say bull spit on the air. Or, or chicken, for that matter. Oh, boy. My God. Oh, pick any animal. Grannies oh. say that over their gin game down at the old folks' home. Nobody cares. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Trump's feud with the top Republican senator continues, and now street fighter Steve Bannon is weighing in. And we've got new details coming out about Weinstein's fall from grace. Minutes from now, Armstrong and Gibby. And you got the brother aspect. The story is that he was feeding the New York Times some of this stuff because he's in a battle with his brother. So he clearly knew this was going on forever. Is he getting a pass now? He's going to run the company. And he knew that he absolutely knew this was going on. He gave the information to the New Yorker. But can 100% of us agree we don't want Rapey Wood telling us what's right and wrong anymore? Whether it's who you want to be president or gun control or name the issue. Right. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Live and work in a culture where you can just make multiple rapes go away. I like powerful. I like your new word, rapey wood. Rapey wood, yeah. Sorry. Tell us what to think, what to do, how to vote, rapey wood. Can't wait for the Oscars, rapey wood, when you tell us what we should all do on gun control, for instance. Right. You lecture us all about the way stupid middle America lives its life. As children are molested just over and over again, women are raped, dudes are propositioned so much when they try to get a role. Tell us how to live, Rapey Wood. We have actual breaking news on this story, though. Actual breaking news. You have not heard this. News Donkey. (laughs) Yes, indeed. CBS News releasing more information about groping allegations against movie mogul Harvey Weinstein, including now an audio recording of him allegedly hitting on a young woman. Just sit with me. Don't embarrass me in the hotel. I'm here all the time. Harvey going wow. on to continue. I'm telling you right now. What do we have to do here? I'm going to take a shower. You sit there and have a drink. Water. Don't drink. Can I stay on the bar? No, you must come here now. No. Please. No, I don't want to. I'm not doing anything with you. I'm I'm embarrassing you. I'm sorry. I I cannot. No, yesterday was a kind of aggressive for me. I need to know a person. I won't do a thing. Harvey Weinstein's moves being recorded, allegedly being recorded there. Is there another clip? Yes, one more. I'm not going to do anything. I swear my children, please come in on everything. I'm a famous guy. I'm feeling very uncomfortable right now. Please come in now and one minute. And if you want to leave, when the guy comes with my jacket, you can Why you touch my breast? So we've touched got, her breast, and she wants to leave, yeah. and he won't let her. And I, We've I, got I, two minutes of this. The whole yes. thing is two minutes. Um... You know, this reminds me of uh, a number of stories that happen over the years where it's one thing to read them. Then when you get video or audio, then all of a sudden everybody like really reacts strongly to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it should you shouldn't need audio or video to well, react strongly to it. But that's right. the way it works. Sure. And man, you hear that. I mean, that's got to absolutely change the mathematics on this. Well, let's uh, hit the other headlines and come back with the whole thing. All right. Whole neighborhoods decimated. The fast-moving wildfires are continuing to tear across northern and southern California, the state's famous wine country, under a state of emergency. Crews are battling 14 wildfires racing through Napa and Sonoma counties. Officials 
in Napa are confirming two more deaths, bringing the death total from these fires to 13. There are more than 150 people missing. Meanwhile, the Canyon Fire 2 in Southern California, it continues to grow. That fire in the Anaheim Hills is now at 7,500 acres. It is only 5% contained. And President Trump escalating his feud with the key Senate Republican. In addition to calling the White House an adult daycare center, Bob Corker unloaded on the president during an interview with the New York Times, telling the paper Trump was putting the U.S. on a path toward World War III. Well, a president then tweeted this morning that failing New York Times set little Bob Corker up by recording his conversation, was made to sound a fool, and that's what I am dealing with. And now you've got the former White House advisor Steve Bannon weighing in. If Bob Corker has any honor, any decency, he should resign immediately. Bannon warning that no one in the Republican establishment is safe. We're coming after all of them, and we're going to win. Uh, I'd like to hear more of what Bannon had to say. Uh, 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 Why is he supposed to resign? He he represents the people of his state. Because he what? Yeah, I don't get his reasoning. Because... Because uh, because uh, Corker has been coming out and being very very critical of the president, and so uh, you know Bannon would think that's a treasonous act in well, his mind. Come on, Steve Bannon's smarter than that, but well, he's arousing uh, the rabble. Yep. So, how big a deal do you think this all is? Mm, Senator, pretty. head of the Foreign Relations Committee, pretty well respected, saying the president. We all know what we're dealing with here. Right. They it spend the, all their days trying to keep him in the middle of the road. It's the eleventh consecutive really big deal. The first ten haven't really <laughs> become a big deal. So I don't know. That's a wrap. These are odd times. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. So we'll hear the the longer version of that. Who taped that? Who was taping? Predatory perv. Is that from the New York investigation? That's, that's my. I don't know. I just heard this for them. But yeah, that sounded like the the wire from that state. Right, we'll we nail that down and be back in moments. Yep. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. NYPD thought they had him, Harvey Weinstein, because they had this model uh, wired up, and they felt like they had the evidence. They took it to the Manhattan DA, Cyrus Vance Jr., who decided not to press charges, saying they didn't have enough evidence. Source telling the New York Post, the policeman involved in the wiring said, we had the evidence. It's a case that made me angrier than I thought possible, and I've been on the force a long time. Wow. This is the evidence. We're about to hear the evidence that uh, the DA thought was not enough to bring down somebody as powerful as Harvey Weinstein. A young woman who'd already been uh, assaulted, groped by Weinstein, agreed to wear a wire. And this is Harvey at work. I'm telling you right now. What do we have to do here? I'm going to take a shower. You sit there and have a drink. Water. Don't drink. Can I stay on the bar? No, you must come here now. No. Please. No, I don't want to. I'm not doing anything with you. I'm sorry. I cannot. No, yesterday was a kind of aggressive for me. I, I need to know a person. I won't touched. do a thing. I don't want to do a thing, please. I swear I won't. Just sit with me. Don't embarrass me in the hotel. I'm here all the time. I sit know, with me. But I, I don't want to. Please sit there. Please. One minute. No, I, ask I can't. You. Go to the bathroom. Please, I don't want to do something I don't want go to. Go to the bathroom. Come here. Listen to me. I want to go downstairs. I'm not going to do anything. You'll never see me again after this. That's it. If you don't, if you embarrass me in this hotel, I'm not embarrassing stay. you. Just it's walk. just that I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I mean, don't have a fight with me. It's not mine. Please, I'm not going to do anything. I swear, my children. Please come in. I'm 
I'm everything. I'm a famous I'm, guy. I'm feeling very uncomfortable right Please now. Please come in now and one minute. And if you want to leave, when the guy comes with my jacket, you can go. you touch my breast. Please, I'm sorry. Just come on. I'm used to that. Are you used to that? Yes, come in. No, but I'm not used to that. I won't do it again. Come on. Sit here. Sit here for a minute, please. No, I don't want to. If you do this now, you will embarrass me. No. They will call me again. Okay? I'm sorry. I promise you I won't do anything. I know, but yes, it was too the much. Coming. I will never do another thing to you. Five minutes. Don't ruin your friendship with me for five minutes. It's, I know, but it's kind of like it's too much for me. I can't. Please, you're making a big scene here. No, Please. but I want to leave. Okay, bye. Wow. Yeah. The, the the manipulation, the threats. Couple of veiled threats. If you embarrass me, he didn't finish that, but. Right. Well, you'll never hear from me again. You'll never see me again. This is somebody who thought she was going to have a career. He'd previously grabbed her breast, as she mentioned, and she said, I'm not used to being touched by... And stuck his hand up her skirt, according to her. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and, And here he is trying to force her to come into the bathroom while he takes a shower. And she's pleading to get out of there. It's just disgusting. Yeah, and it's weird from a psychological standpoint of what makes scumbags like this. I hate guys like that, by the way. Effing put a bullet in his head. I have no problem with that. Effing put a bullet in his head. I hate guys like that. We're not encouraging vigilante violence in any no, way. No, law enforcement. I want that to be the law, that a guy like that gets an effing bullet in his effing head. Because he's so freaking twisted. Because um, it's all about the power. It's obviously some sort of, I can make somebody do something they don't want to do. Right. It's not the sex. It's probably both with a scumbag like him. God, God is despicable. It, it really is. And like I said earlier, there have been a number of cases um, uh, uh, recently of, of abuse and stuff like that that we were bothered by NFL players hitting their wives or whatever. Then the video comes out and everybody goes crazy. And I wonder if this is going to be one of those. It's one thing to read it. It's another yeah. thing to hear it. Yeah. And I think the the video, the audio of this is going to make whatever Hollywood people and politicians that have been a little slow to respond to this have to really say something today. Like, for instance, Matt Damon is going to have to explain why he uh, went out of his way and, and put some of his capital on the line to stop the New York Times from doing this story years ago. Yeah, I'm looking. I just did a uh, image search on Harvey Weinstein wearing ribbons, various causes he's been yeah, wearing. No more ribbons. Years. Sorry, Oscars, your ribbon days are over. I don't want to see any more damn ribbon. Unless it's a we're not going to put up with this in our industry anymore ribbon, and you're actually making an effort. I'd be okay with that. Do that for five years, rapey wood, and then maybe we'll consider uh, taking anything you say with the slightest bit of seriousness. And let's not forget all the people within Miramax. And without, who knew about this, all the men, all the women, that dared not take on the all-powerful one. But you could hear that there. It seemed like he was more concerned about being embarrassed yeah. that I didn't get over with you than other people knowing that. I think that was, that was just an effort to manipulate. You her. think? Yeah, that was entirely to manipulate his victim. That's That, that audio just came out, so we'll see how that lands today in Hollywood and in Washington, D.C. I'm sorry, lands where? Rapey Wood. Thank you. And Washington, D.C. Let's hear our guest announcer. And now, final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Getty. I like the sound effects, man. The echo. Wow, that was some really good stuff. Blew my mind. Sort of stuff Harvey Weinstein would put in a movie. I mean, that's good stuff. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get Michelangelo's final thought. Michael. My thought is Hollywood is sick. You think about they 
kept quiet about Bill Cosby. They kept quiet about this guy. It just makes you wonder how many of those right. people are out there. Right. Please. Uh, positive Sean, final thought? Uh, yes, uh, I feel weird. I was going to talk about the new Star Wars trailer, but that's a movie thing, and now I'm disgusted by movies. I don't know what to do. What's that thing that's going to be on toy shelves or uh, already is? The Porg. P-O-R-G. Porgs. Porgs. That's the hot new toy for Star Wars. Porg stands for People Are Reasonably Ganipulated. Best I could do on short notice. Marshall Phillips, your final thought. Well, I tell you, when the mighty fall, they fall hard. Witness Harvey Weinstein. Karma, karma, karma. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Jack, your final thought. Yeah. It would seem that Hollywood is pretty accurately described by its biggest critics out there. You know, on the conservative right that have been saying this sort of thing about Hollywood for years. It would seem that it's pretty close to what they were saying. I thought they were overstating it a bit. I'm not sure they were. I have two final thoughts. I'm the co-host. I get to. Number one, anybody on the right does this. We're coming for you, too, you bastards. Of course. Second thing is, we're meeting with a uh, would-be sponsor after the show today. You know, people who sponsor the Armstrong and Getty show are kind of giving a thumbs up and supporting us and doing what we're doing. Take note of who's sponsoring the show and give them a little love, would you? Huh? Thank you. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. We have links for you. We got the link to that tape, right? Play it for your friends. Let them know how rapey wood really works. It's absolutely disgusting. Wow. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Bye-bye. When the Pillsbury Doughboy offers you a roll, he doesn't ask you to watch him take a shower for it. Armstrong and Getty.